Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Dawn McLean hanging with us as well. Hello. Hello. A couple of things to mention as we get started here today. Can I start with good news before you go to bad news? Are you going to bad news? You go to bad news. It's bad news, yeah. Let me just sneak in some good news about a bad news situation. Of course, uh, the world is watching as everything happens with the Russian invasion of Ukraine. So yesterday we launched My Talkers for Ukraine, uh, where we've teamed up with Alight, and they are boots on the ground, so to speak, helping Ukrainian refugees as well as Ukrainians who are still in Ukraine, getting them the supplies that they need. So they're doing wonderful work. We started yesterday with a goal of 5,000. We are now at $28,335. Unbelievable. Amazing. We had 23000 this morning, and it just kept climbing up and up. That it's just so really great. fantastic. Uh, at 1130 today, we will be speaking with a man named Igor Radonjic from, from Poland. He is in Poland today. We will speak with him as he is there in Poland. Um, he works with the light. And we will be able to ask questions about what the situation looks like over there and what is happening with this money that is donated and how it's having an immediate impact on people who need it so desperately. Yeah. I, you know, I just saw a video this morning of a, a little girl in uh, Poland, but um, she's in a, a a shelter, like a bomb shelter right now. I guess that's where they're putting a lot of people. And she's just singing in her language um frozen let it go yeah and it was just uh just really hurts your heart yeah in so many ways but it was just like beautiful to still see the innocence that these kids have it'll be interesting to see um to hear his stories Mm -hmm. since he's you know right there on the ground hopefully we'll figure out how to dial that 17 oh, yeah. international number <laughs> yeah yeah we'll leave that to rocco there's always like a one or is it a zero, zero one one zero one one yeah this which one dials even you out of the it's country like one four seven zero two one but yeah i don't know there's no way rocco's gonna be able no, to pull this off don could you come back at 11 30 oh wait listen rocco's got strength dialing internationally there's no one of them <laughs> Dialing out isn't one of them. I think I think he'll because he's going to have to hit nine too. He's going to have to hit nine. Oh, to get out. Yeah. First, you got to get out of the building. Right. That's nine. That's nine. Then zero one one situation. Then every international number is about eighteen digits long. Yeah. It's going to accidentally. He's going to mistype one number, which means it will connect somewhere else instead. (sighs) After he puts in the tenth digit. Right. It It could be like a bakery. (laughs) Stick around. Yeah, yeah that'll, at 11.30. That'll be See if we can connect with Poland at 11.30. Yes. We have our doubts. Donna, get to some really uh, uh, bummer news. Okay, so first off, gas prices are the highest in mm. in history mm. right now, and they're not going to get any better right now. They are at 4.17. That tops uh, the previous 
highest uh, price in history, which was back in 2008. And they're expected to keep rising throughout the year. Also, I'm looking at prices in California. Regular, six ninety five. No. Seven twenty five. Yes. Yes. Really? Yes. So as if the, the pandemic has not been enough to keep you at home. Wow. This might mm, keep people from getting on the road. It's wow. just so just wanted to give you that as a heads up. Jeez, thanks, Second thing, uh, Minneapolis teachers are striking today. St. Paul teachers have uh, come to an, an agreement. Uh, this is going to be the first time Minneapolis teachers have gone on strike in more than 50 years. Whoa. The strike in St. Paul was averted after a deal was reached with 20 minutes to spare before the 9 p.m. deadline. But um, I saw some people on the overpass on my way in so i gave him a little mm-hmm. gave him a little honk but in minneapolis students will be able to get a meal bag with breakfast and lunch daily during the strike and then they're also going to have limited child care spots available on emergency basis but parents are urged to find other child care options it's just you know it's just that mm-hmm. all around. trickle down effect yeah just all so we're, we're that impacts thirty one thousand kids in Minneapolis, 31,000 students. Wow. Yeah. So that's my bad news for the day. Donna, thank you. Thank you for choosing to lead with it okay. as we set the tone for the show. But you always want the bad news first, right? That's what they say, because in theory, then it, the good news will lift you back up. Other people might suggest that the bad news early, like when you start with, hey, there are record high gas prices and a teacher strike, welcome to my talk, that it taints the good news that we'll try to get into. Sort of muddies the water. I guess you could argue it either way. See how you feel about it. Two more acts have been announced for the Minnesota State Fair. Oh! I think you're going to like them. Who do we got? We have got comedian Jim Gaffigan. Everybody loves Jim Gaffigan. Love it. So fun. And then we have the one, the only, the legendary Diana Ross. Are you kidding me? No, isn't this amazing? What great news. So she is considered one of the most, thank you, I redeemed myself, uh, recording artists (laughs) and entertainers of all time. Last time I saw Diana Ross, was in Central Park in what? like 1982 or 83. Wow. Oh. 40 years later, if I would have told you, whispered in your ear right there in Central Park, hey, in 40 years, you'll be doing um, uh, radio in Minnesota and you'll see Diana Ross again at their big state fair. I'd be like, go away, weirdo. Sir. Like, Why are yeah. you here, weirdo? Yeah. <laughs> So Gaffigan, uh, let's see, he is going to be, she is going to be at the fair on September 3rd. That's a Saturday night. And then Gaffigan is going to be uh, a Tuesday night, August 30th. And tickets are like between $39 and $94, and they will go on sale this Friday. Okay. Those are big names. Didn't we already have, uh, um, is Miranda Lambert going to be there? Am I making this up um, in my head? I do know Wasn't that there a Zach, big Bra- act? Zach, Zach Brown, Brown, which is, they put on an amazing show. Mm-hmm. That's a good grandstand lineup right out of the, the shoot. Yep. Zach Brown Band, Diana Ross, Jim Gaffigan. You got it, buddy boo. Now we know the Turtles are going to be there at some point or, you know, what? don't they do the like turtles. a throwback? 
tribute to some sure. old school music. The free stage always has really good up and coming acts. Yeah. So there you go, guys. My work Donna, here is done. Honestly, you've really outdone yourself He's today. Out. <laughs> um, we have all sorts of goodies coming your way. Don't forget, we always play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge every day at 1030. You can play along with us, whether you call in or just listen along and try to guess. We'll find that out uh, what our topic is at 1030. Again, at 1130, we will be attempting to make a live phone call to Poland. We have trouble dialing out. We don't even know extensions. I can't even call the cafeteria. Mm-mm. I so have trouble gonna, calling you. <laughs> we're going to try to reach Poland today live on the air. Stick around for that. Um, how about this? When we come back, some things that make you go, huh? Let's wake that brain up. Blank was the only non-human to testify before Congress. It happened in the year 2002, and the hearing was about music education. Who was the only non-human to testify before Congress? See if you can figure it out. I'll reveal the answer when we return. Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, Steve, drop and give me 50. Okay. Well, really? Yeah, I'm very motivated by clear instructions when it comes to fitness. Well, then you should join the Y. They offer personal trainers who can help you reach your wellness goals with guidance and accountability. Join the Y by March 17th and get $17 enrollment with no dues till May. 29 30, Join at ymcanorth.org. Thanks oh. oh. for listening. To Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, she's like the Olivia Rodrigo of my talk, many people say. Thank you. Oh, That's a great song. She's a great writer. You know, for I just, a young woman, yeah. She is a great writer, and um, I just read something else. I've only seen her, and any time that I've seen her, she seems so humble um, and, and sweet and kind. Uh, I saw a, a guy who directed her recent performance at, I believe it was the Billboard Women in Music event that happened last week. And I saw him posting on Instagram saying, I had the privilege to direct her musical performance during the show. And he could not have been more complimentary. He said, like, Olivia Rodrigo and her entire team are just first class, totally professional, all the all the good things that you would want someone behind the scenes helping you do a performance nice. to say about you. Aww. No diva, no hard to work with. No temperamental, no, no dad, making tell demands. Your, kids, your birth control pills, <laughs> like Jamie Spears. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. With with me not having that immediate association, that, that caught me off guard. Yeah. I was like, is there <laughs> a story? Too. I was like, what? Yeah. No, sorry. No, yeah. I mean, she so, still lives in her, enough. you know, with her mom and dad. She's, you know, writes songs while lying on her bed. On she her still stomach. lives with her mom and dad. Well, the, I just saw a very recent CBS Sunday Morning where they interviewed her, I'm and she was Jane Paul. sitting in her bedroom and showing her notebooks of, you know, it's very Taylor Swift like. Oh, here she goes. It is. It's also it's also very like Billie Eilish yeah. and uh, Phineas. Yeah. They were living when CBS either Sunday morning or sixty minutes did a special, they were still at their mom and pa's house, tucked away in a little room, yeah. trying to write. By the way, hmm. Phineas has one of the he he co sings on a song that is for my money, I would immediately put it into my top one hundred songs of all time list. Really nice voice. No, 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 but not just that. This song, I I, I do think he has a really nice voice, but 
this song, we're going to listen to it, gosh darn it, later. We've already heard it, Steve. <clears throat> We've been down this road before with you. Oh. Don't you think people want to hear it again, Donna? Did you hear that, Donna? Sure. Did you hear that? What was it? What is the name of the song? This is a great question. <sighs> See, Dawn, Dawn was going to do your dirty work for you, just in case. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. People, if we do play it, people on the podcast, okay, will listen, be able to hear it. listen. It's why called don't... it's called momentous, and if you look up, uh momentous or phineas he did this on american idol with a woman named ash a s h e and the whole song from her part too and i think that he i think that he co-wrote this song beautiful it's just wonderful story to it's just like a oh this guy he's talented and then he was a guest judge or a mentor on american idol i believe it was last year he was so good and thoughtful and articulate and i just think he's got staying power in the industry, whether he ever becomes a mainstream stream act himself, he's got staying power. I said my piece on Phineas. I won't say anything else. This was the only non-human to ever testify before Congress. This happened in the year 2002. This non-human was there to testify on behalf of music education. Care to hazard a guess. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm thinking either a monkey or a robot. Uh, Elmo? Yes, you are correct, yes, Dawn. Dawn. Dawn is right. Yes. Oh, oh that's fabulous. Dawn. That's cute. And then he's there. Momentous. Oh, it's it's just, you're, listen, people are oh, going to be sorry, emailing the show later and they're going to be saying, what you did for me by showing us that song is amazing. You introduced us to old school storytelling. Don't you think, Donna? Yes. <laughs> I do. Do you know how to spell Phineas? There's something F I N N E A S. There's like Ash and Phineas. I've looked up that. They yeah. have a lot of videos together. I just haven't been able to find Momentous. Maybe Here, it's called something I else. Just, I just put it in for you. Oh, okay. Just because I just pulled it up the other day. Okay. And it is just such a gorgeous oh. song. And I don't know. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Who this lady is? It's Do you guys know Ash? Forever Falls Apart, not Momentous. Oh, you dumb. maybe she... I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's Till Forever Falls Apart. Oh, it's such a glorious song. Okay. It's like your heart longs for it. I'll, I'll be linking this this crap up on the show links page. You can bet your bottom dollar. Well, are we going to listen to it? I can pull it up right now if you want me to. Sure. Well, wow. now this far. Now Donna's asking for it. In. I don't know when. You can play right from the top. I don't care. Okay, sure. I mean, she's beautiful. She's, does she have she's, one of those voice jazzy voices? No. Uh -huh. Okay, here. No, it's really, really okay. something. Go. Again, it's not called Momentous. And this is a live performance. Yeah, American Already Idol. the melody yeah, it's takes pretty. you back, right? Very on our own. Dreaming in a world that we both know is out 
of our control. But if life hits the fan, we're not alone. And I'll tell you what, talk about a well-constructed chorus, too. This little bridge is great. But then the chorus and the lyrics of the chorus, I think, are so lovely. Kick it! If the tide takes California I'm so glad I got to hold ya And if the sky falls from heaven above Oh, I know I had the best time falling into love Now that's her part. If you go forward to like okay. 150 what this a voice a, this guy has. This has a Broadway feel to it. Very theatrical. Are you watching the performance, Donna? Nope. I am. It's rather theatrical. That suit is something <laughs> Their outfits are really wild. And then a good harmony. It's underdone. I listened to this song about six times on repeat the other uh, last week coming in. I was just couldn't get enough of the song. There's a by the end of it, they go upstairs. Phineas reaches high in his voice. Just feels lovely. He looks like Jim Brewer before. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> go, go, boy. Yeah. Uh, he anyway, looks like that's he's called in his PJs. Till Forever Falls Apart. I like that look. I like the slacker look. The year, ni- the year 1666 contains every single Roman numeral once in order from largest to smallest. M, D, C, L, X, V, I, I thank you. Wow. wow. Cool, Steve. Okay, thank you. Hey, let's talk about this Pixar movie that's coming about uh, coming out about girls, you know, going through puberty. Yeah, the uh, first review is in, and I think it might surprise you. We'll tell you about it. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. So we heard about this Pixar movie some time ago. It was yeah. a couple of weeks ago and had us sort of like raising our eyebrows. Yeah, it's it's called Turning Red. Yes. And it's about essentially, it's a coming of age. About a teenage girl, early teens, who gets a visit from Aunt Flo. <laughs> and then suddenly when this happens... She turns into a giant red panda. And that's the way in which they talk about it. And how does she deal with it? With it. Mm. Um, it's had us wondering how much conversation will we have to have with kids when you're watching the movie? Will it seem like if you know, you know, and if you don't, it's just its own sort of silly standalone thing? Uh, let me read you a couple of things from an, from a review that I saw this morning that I thought was rather surprising. And it starts with hilarious, life-affirming new Pixar movie. Hmm. There are, uh, in fact, moments after the heroine, who, the young girl, cries out in distress in the bathroom, her mother asks, did the red peony bloom? And then burst into the bathroom with a stack of sanitary pads and painkillers. This is the first Disney cartoon to talk openly about periods. Parents who watch it with young children may do some turning red of their own, but it's a startlingly brave approach. And it's just one of the ways in which turning red keeps being funnier, cleverer, more honest, and more progressive 
than you might expect. Let me jump down after this whole, this is on the BBC, by the way, where this review comes from. When you jump down to the bottom, and then I, I'll wonder your thoughts on this after hearing the review. They say, although it's jammed with twists and ideas, it's more like one of those early... What is going on? I'm looking at a picture of like a parade. From the movie? Yes, and it's like... Oh, no, maybe it's not from the movie. Never mind. Never mind. But it's just like a, a, a cup... Then a tampon, then a pad, walking by like, I'll get to that in a moment. Okay, so they say, although it's jammed with twists and ideas, it's more like those early Pixar films, Toy Story, Monsters, Inc., that appear to flow along effortlessly, however much effort may have gone into them behind the scenes, whether it's joking about hormonal teenage trust, family ties, the power of friendship, friendship, or ancient Chinese gods. She's buoyant, she the director, she's buoyant coming of age comedy always seems to be coming straight from the heart. And then they say this in closing about Turning Red, the Pixar period movie. What a shame then that it has gone straight to streaming on Disney Plus rather than getting a cinematic release. And what a shame that it didn't come out in time to be nominated for Best Animated Feature at this year's Oscars. Turning Red deserves to win that award and plenty more. It'll be on Disney Plus. On March 11th, which is, thank you for bringing this up and even remembering, uh, the dating anniversary of Lou and I. Oh. It'll be 22 How years. Apropos. <laughs> That's right. Congratulations. Big changes is yes. what I mean. Both yes, big, big changes. changes. I, you know, I would, if I were a parent, I would say watch the movie on your own first and then decide if you think it's something good for your kids to see. You know, there are some websites out there, too, that are like uh, you know, Common Sense Media is one of them. There's one that's a little more on the nose. I don't know. It's a, but it's parents who have watched it. And then they tell you, you get a review based on just watching it with children, what you need to look out for. So it'll say, okay, there's some of this. There's a scene like this, a scene like this. And then you mm. just have a little prep time going into it in the event that there is something that you think you might need to um, talk through or teach through or say, oh, did you guys notice that? Well, did you see the, um, uh, they're trying to bring back, get legislation passed. And I have been saying this for 10 years to have, to make sanitary products available to kids in school for free. You know, it, I'm not saying where they can go and like grab 15, you know, well, they gonna maxi pads, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like where you could go to the nurse's office and say, I need this. I feel like workplaces should also offer that because oftentimes you're talking about an emergency situation, mm-hmm. right? But right. yet they have a first aid kit for that. They offer us aspirin and coffee and sugar and creamer and toilet paper and soap. But when you need something like that, you're you're talking about a situation where you're going to be in a really uncomfortable, you know, place for the rest of the day. And for kids, that it's got to be really hard to bring that to the attention of a teacher to oh, say, yeah. hey, or I, even go to the nurse. Yeah, because then Just next make, thing yeah. you know, you borrow someone's, you know, sweatshirt to tie around your waist because you know, and there's boys, yeah. and you're dealing with. You know, hormones and feelings and embarrassment. 
I just, I don't know why this has never been top of mind. Mm, yeah. Are, are you planning on announcing your gubernatorial run at any point? <laughs> is this your platform? This is, this, this would be one of my platforms for sure. And I know uh, there's a bunch of states that are considering laws related to like this type of thing, but they're, they're calling it period equity. And it's been introduced in 37 states. And as of this fall, only five states require schools to provide those products. California is the latest to do so. I just, even in the workplace, if you're going to spend all that money on soap and, and toilet paper and aspirin, that's easier to get and you can't visually see the effects of a headache, let's say. Right. It's just, it's, it's just mind-boggling mm. I think definitely to me. in schools, you know. Yeah, it's yeah, a good point. It is, you know. Because it's a necessity. Yeah, and, and plus just the embarrassment factor. They don't want to ask a friend or, you know, but right. especially like what if it's the first time? Yeah, right. oh, well, just, that's what you would, that's what I'm thinking of in particular. Like these, you know, girls, whenever it happens for the very first time and that's got to be such a scary, disarming oh, sort of thing. And then you're like, what am I supposed to do? Do I raise my hand and ask, what if I stand up? Can somebody see something if I stand up? How do I, I, in fact, you're giving me a little bit of, my chest is getting tight. Yeah, it should, Um, because. I think I need to talk with Lou, Mm -hmm. my betrothed, Mm -hmm. about making sure that we equip our daughters with a game plan, especially as one daughter, you know, I have an 11 year old daughter, a game plan for, okay, here's what you can do. Mm-hmm. If this happens, good idea. Right now is the time. Yes, yes Steve. Because, because guess what? Because it happens it at like 10. ten. That's when it happened yeah. for me. Ten years Donna. old. Ten years old. Eleven. Yeah, I was thirteen, but still, it's always good to have that. This is the time. Is I probably saying. say terrifying. You think you're dying. Always have a rock. Throw the rock through the window. Create a diversion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, get kids to leave the classroom and yeah, then you have a little God. view time? I don't Throw know. Throw some marbles. Be like, what happened? Oh, jeez, Louise. Yeah. Good well, I think I this mean. is good. At first I was like, oh, this sounds weird and I don't like it. But I think we just need to see it first. I think you so. Know? Yeah, yeah. Plus, it's Pixar. And, you know, it, it, here's the thing. Uh, if you're trying to figure out, oh, what kid would it be right for? It's probably anything that you're feeling like, oh, are my kids too young? It's probably going to go over their head because I'm sure there's a lot of symbolism throughout where, if right. you again, if you know what they're alluding to, it has an extra layer of meaning. And if you don't, I bet it stands alone on its own of just, oh, you know, when she sort of feels like an alter ego coming up inside of her. Yes, you know? yes. But I like to hear that it's uh, so funny. And uh, and they, I mean, they're hearkening it back to like the classics, but Monsters Inc., Toy Story. But do you think it's funny to the kids who are still I learning? Thinking, I was thinking that, like, is it just funny to adults who are not processing it as a child? You know what I'm saying? Like, it might sure. be funny to us, sort of like we watch SpongeBob SquarePants because there are a lot of inside, right? Just like adult, not adult gross, but adult jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard. You can't get down to that perspective. Maybe yeah. we should. Pull a bunch of kids. Say, what do you think? Bring them in and what screening. was funny about it? <laughs> right. What did you think was funny? Yeah, it's a good idea. I'll get that started. I gotta go, <laughs> okay. guys. Okay. Bye, um, guys. <laughs> I finished a really cute show. It's called Somebody Somewhere. Absolutely loved it. 
HBO Max? You got it. It was, it reminded me a little bit of Sheets Creek in that it's, you know, kind of a small town, small community, family, very funny. Um, this is the Bridget Everett. Um, basically, I think it's loosely based on her life. And it's just so heartwarming, and I just really love it. Unlikely friendships, that type of thing. And and they're short. So you're looking at like 30, 27-minute episodes, hmm. uh, seven total episodes. Really sweet show. I like it. And I like her a lot. I want to be her friend. Oh, I know. <laughs> Do we know her before this? Yeah. You know her. She's a comedian. You've probably seen her with Amy Schumer. She's been in movies. She's kind of a character actress. She's kind of got a Bette Midler vibe to her where she don't care. You know, she'll be on stage half naked. She's not ringing a bell for me. Look she's, her I, up, I, yeah. I, I, no, look I'm looking at her. Yeah. Up, yeah. Oh, she doesn't look familiar to you? No, not she at all. She was in the movie Patty Cake. Never heard um, of it. Oh, Steve. No. She's real funny. She's really funny. Okay. I'm done. Bye you know now. what we should do? What? If we ever wanted to exchange movies on oh. our, uh, you know, when we make a list... We should, like, you would want me to see one of your weird movies, like Licorice Pizza, for instance. Sure. And to that, I would, the trade would be, I give you then a Marvel movie. Okay. I could do that. Hmm. I'd be willing to do that for you. You're so mature, man. Thank you for being our leader. Man, <laughs> did you hear I said man, too? Yeah, You're trying to bring man back. You're trying to make her a man. Yeah, no, 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 no. She wants to say man. She okay, wants she us wants to say to, man okay. more. Yeah. I'm trying to bring man back like I brought Gary back with the girls. Oh, so like, right. hey, man. Hey, man. Check out uh, Listener Rewards this month, by hey, the way. Man. You can get lit with Southern Lights. You can yeah. enter to win a $1,000 lighting RX makeover. Plus, we have got Caribou Coffee and El Burrito Mercado gift cards, services from Aesthetica, and more. Everything up for grabs found in our Listener Rewards. It's on the app or at my talk. 1071.com. Yay. All right. When we come back, hmm, looks like people are cheating at Wordle. Oh, no. Are you? Oh, hey, hey, get your finger out of Have my face. Have you? Let's discuss when we come right back. And if you see something, say something on my talk. Lex, I have so many emails for Second Chance Romance. Nobody's getting together. I don't know what to do. I think we should do it twice a week. No! Why does Second Chance Romance make Don cringe so hard? Maybe these highlights will give you a clue. I just want to figure out why my date isn't calling me back. First of all, he lives in his van, and that's my main concern. The handle to get out of the car was covered in some kind of sticky something. He was like kind of like playing his own game of like pocket pool. She was laughing about how she had keyed her ex-boyfriend's car. And the problem is he just kept farting the entire date. When we got in there, I smelled something funky. Turns out it's actually a ferret. It's pretty bad that you just want to have sex with me. I don't think that's pretty bad. I'm going to be honest. I heard you were really great in the sack. Oh my God. I just go for it. What? I mean, if we're going to lay it out there, Ah, memories. Yeah, you should totally do it twice a week. That's right. Second Chance Romance Tuesdays and Thursdays on Jason and Alexis in the morning at 8 a.m. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer John McClain hanging with us too. Hello. Hey, girl. Nice job, Don. <laughs> she practiced it. it perfection. 
Thank you. I saw something. Let's say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So, um, apparently everyone is cheating at Wordle. Okay, don't say everyone. Well, a new study says that people are cheating because of the increase in Google searches for the answers. The Mm. state that cheats the most is New Hampshire, followed by Vermont and then Rhode Island. Wow, there's something going on in New England. Unbelievable. Hmm. Well, it, it turns out that they're secretly giving up halfway through. So they took this, they did this study by a, a data compiler and data. online searches for the answers increased 196% since the New York Times acquired Wordle. Oh. And it isn't just people who failed to guess the word because if you don't get it after six guesses, they tell you what the answer is, right? Right. Yeah. But wow, look at this. Massachusetts and Maine are also big cheaters. It's the entire area of New England. Why are they doing this? I don't know. Okay, now, full disclosure. When I have been about to give up on a word, okay. Uh-oh. Okay. I have been guilty of this. Only on occasion. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't want to. You have to, though. You've looked up the word. So what I will do is, let's say I have O-I-N-K, and I'm missing the first letter. And I've tried everything, everything. And I don't have any other letters available to go with that word. So I will Google five-letter words that end in oink. Disgusting. <laughs> this is this is tough to hear. I, I've only done it on occasion, but it's just because I don't yeah, keep talking. I just yeah. I'm being vulnerable. You're right. We're gonna try not to judge you, but we also we have to we are being human and we're absorbing this part, which is a character flaw. Continue. So you'll look up words that end in oink. I've only done it two times. And then you're like, oh, yeah, it's poink. Right, or, oh, or it's, boink. It's coink. <laughs> it's coink. Oh, my God, I didn't even know coink was a word. <sighs> I'm sorry. Thank you for no, your not. <laughs> vulnerability. Thank you for being honest. Thank you. Oh, What do you mean you're tempted to as a prank? I see here. I've been tempted to cheat just so that then I could tell send my wife oh. the thing that shows five green things up at the top, and then I could just like she could hear me celebrate from like you the, got it on the first try exactly. Oh man, she hears a noise come from the bathroom. I mean, office. No one uses her phone in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just. Oh crap! Uh-oh. I just scared the crap out of the dog. <laughs> The dog is caught in the middle of this weird thing. Oh, sorry, buddy. Oh, he almost knocked a lamp over. I want to see him. Can we see him? Uh, No, you can't. Yeah, Don could see him and describe him to the audience. No, now he's laying down again. He's back down. Um, But yeah, so I've only wanted to do it just to try to um, prank, but I've never, um, never done it. See, I, Donna, 
just get impatient. So then I will just try two more words. And I have missed two wordles. Mm. And so then I'm okay with that. So I don't get to the point of, I get to the point of difficulty in my brain of like, crap, what is this? But then I'm like, okay, whatever. If I don't get it, I don't get it. Whereas, you know, my wife, she will come back to it. She'll. Oh, see, I can't do that. I have to do it in one sitting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I get it. Sometimes if you just walk away for five minutes and come back. Well, I won't know what I'm doing in the other room. I can guarantee you that. I'll walk in and go, what am I doing in here? Oh, I'm just getting away from Wordle. Do you know that has to do with walking through a doorway? You know how you get into a room and you say, why did I come in here? Every time. (laughs) They say that it actually helps if you walk back out of the room again. Mm -hmm, It does. And then like you can come back in. And it's something about these thresholds that we cross that something happens with our brain. There's a more articulate way of saying that. Follow-up question if you're taking them, Donna. Mm-hmm. Oh, Donna. What? Donna, are you taking follow-up questions? Oh, sure, yes. Uh, guy in the yellow thing with the whatchamacallits on his head. Okay, that's my hair. Um, <laughs> what else, we're sort of curious, um, do you cheat at? Oh. Oh, no. Th- question. I, I, I don't think I do because it... You ever spe- cheated? Let me ask this. Have you ever cheated on the College of Pop no. Culture Knowledge? I mean, I might have a time or two. What does that mean? So, like, Rocco says the topic is uh, notary publics in pop culture. And then you go, you bump into Bradley, who always seems to be around. <laughs> and then you're like, Bradley, what do you, what are, are hey, name the name, name, what notaries do you know that yeah. are popular? Yeah, I've done that a couple of times just when I was losing so bad. <laughs> but I don't, I don't Google anything. I, yeah. I, I have a problem with guilt, so if I really were to do Seems that... Seems like you're doing pretty well with it. I've done it like two times. Whatever. I'm going to go. No, Donna. No, listen, I'm, no, no we, right. we respect what that you about? told us that. Vulnerability is good. We always want to welcome vulnerability. What about the East Coast? Yeah, you that's an interesting question. Why Why are the East Coast people doing this? Are they it's, more competitive or maybe they feel more... Um, maybe they're really isolated because they're all in new that New England area. Yeah. Yeah, New Hampshire, Vermont. Vermont, Maine. Rhode Island. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't they, know. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe they... I don't know. Talk about a beautiful part of the country, though. Yeah. Get up to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, I mean, if you're on the coast in Maine or New Hampshire, oh gosh, it's just so gorgeous there. Yes. Where's the Kennedy compound? What's it's uh, in um, Uh, it's not Kennedy. Uh, Oh, you're talking about. um, I was thinking of the bushes. Yeah, but that's Um, probably not too far away. Yeah, that's a Hyannisport. Hyannisport. Yes. Oh gosh, so the coastline there. Reminds me of what the coast seems to look like in the Hamptons as well. You get those mounds, those hills, the tall grasses that are waving. A lot of overcast days, which I think are better, like in a at a beach like that. Northern California, Oregon, New Is Hampshire, the sea beautiful. Cold up there on the beaches, yeah, I would assume cold? so. Yeah, kind okay. of. Don't go in the water. That's just a general rule for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're acting oh, like it's, it's oh, it's too chilly. Oh, yeah. oh man. <laughs> Guys, I would have loved to. All right.
right. Bye, John. Bye. See you, John. Uh, DJ Rock Lobster is going to have a dirt alert, and I will have some uh, of the winners from the Academy of Country Music Awards, which, by the way, was the first major award show to stream with no ads. More on that coming up. Yeah.